Hello, and thank you so much for joining me for this conversation today as we continue to discuss grief. As I said before, grief is one of those subject matters that we never discuss until we are confronted with the reality of grief meeting us in our lives. And because we never talk about grief, we find it difficult to process and cope when grief knocks on our doors. Of course, as we talked earlier, there are practical things that we can do to move from the weeping of the night to the joy of the morning. But there's also a spiritual component. What does God's word have to offer us for our moments of grief? Now, surely there are several passages in the Bible that helps us to cope with grief. There are several stories in the Bible that can bring us comfort during our times of grief. But I want to focus in on one particular story because I believe that within this story, it can unlock new revelation of how Christians can cope with grief in a way that honors Christ. Here it is, bottom line, friends. When you are grieving, God offers you something that money cannot buy that can help you cope with the difficulties of that grieving season. And that thing that God offers to us is really his presence. That's it. God offers himself to us during our times of grief in order to help us to cope with the reality of pain that loss brings. Paul talks about this in 2 Corinthians chapter 1. But he says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies, the God of all comforts, who comforts us in our affliction, so that we may be able to comfort those who are in any affliction with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. Paul is basically saying that one of the blessings that we have in Christ is that when we are going through affliction, when we're going through trials, when we're going through grief, God does not send someone. God comes to us himself. He's the God of all comforts who comforts us in our times of affliction. He offers himself to us. And if you are grieving today, if you're going through a season of suffering, the loss of a loved one, the loss of a relationship, the loss of a lifestyle, God says, I have everything you need to get you through this season. And he's simply saying, he is what you need. It may seem simple, 
It may seem trivial. It may even seem cliche-ish. But God is enough. That if you and I learn how to lean on Him and bathe in His presence while we are grieving, He's able to wipe tears, heal our brokenness, and give us strength to keep on moving forward into the future. We see this in Luke's Gospel, chapter 24. The Bible is talking about two disciples who have left Jerusalem. They are headed down the Emmaus Road. And while they are traveling, they are going through grief. They are grieving the fact that Jesus has been crucified. They are grieving that their Savior, in whom they had placed their hope, had been hung on a tree and now was buried in a borrowed tomb. They are communicating and talking about this and the text says they are very sad. The Greek almost gives the impression of depression. They are so broken. The spirit is broken because of the death of Jesus. The sad thing is, it's resurrection morning. And they are on the Emmaus Road, headed from Jerusalem. While meanwhile, in Jerusalem, Jesus has risen from the dead. While they are walking and talking about their grief and sharing their emotions with one another Jesus shows up and joins them on this pilgrimage down the Emmaus Road but because of their grief they were unable to recognize that the Lord was there with them and that's how it is sometimes in our grief we can become so overwhelmed by the grieving season, we can become so overwhelmed by our tears that we forget that while that loved one may not be with us physically, God is with us. God is there. And he offers himself to us as a pillar of strength in our time of weakness. But they couldn't see Jesus because they were just so blinded by their grief. And so Jesus asked them, what are you all talking about? And they say, you must be a stranger in town. You have not heard about what happened to Jesus? And they even said, we had hoped, we had hoped that he would be the Messiah. We had hoped that he would be the one that we were looking to, uh, hoping for. And the Bible says that Jesus, in Luke chapter 24, verse 25 says, O foolish ones, slow of heart to believe all the prophets have spoken. Was it not necessary that the Christ should suffer these things and enter into glory? 
And beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted to them all the scripture concerning himself. And when they had drew near to the village in which they were going, he acted as if he was going farther. But they urged him strongly, saying, Stay with us, for it is toward evening, and the day is now far spent. And he went in and stayed with them. And when he was at the table with them, he took bread and blessed and broke it and gave it to them. And their eyes were opened, and they recognized him, and he had vanished from their sight. And they said to each other, Did not our hearts burn within us? While he talked to us on the road, while he opened to us the scripture. These men are sad. And Jesus basically walks through the Bible and reminds them what God has said about what they are experiencing in that moment. He was reminding them that these things were necessary for Christ to be able to enter into glory. He had to die. But also in reminding them that he had to die, I'm sure Jesus also reminded them that he would rise again. And while they were not able to see that, he is walking with them because they're so overwhelmed by grief and sadness. As Jesus speaks the scripture to them, he gets there and they are being so comforted by his presence and by him communicating what God has said through redemptive history, that it asked him, don't leave us, stay with us. Obviously, his company is making a difference. His presence is helping them to cope. And so they say, don't leave, stay with us. And while he was in the house, they saw him take the bread and break it and pass it to them. And they probably went back and had flashbacks of the upper room when he instituted the Lord's Supper. And then their eyes were open and they realized who he was. He vanished. But notice what they said when he vanished. They did not necessarily focus upon the breaking of bread when they recognized who he was. They simply said, did not our hearts burn within while he talked with us along the way and opened to us the scripture. Did not our hearts burn as we were coming down that road? And he started reminding us what God said. Did not our burden get lighter when we were walking and he was talking to us about what God has said? Did not our tears began to dry up as he was walking with us and reminding us what God said. Did not our heart feel very warm within as he walked along with us and reminded us what God said. It is Jesus walking with you through your grief and reminding you of the hope that is ours in the scripture that helps us to get through our seasons of grief. Thank God that he's a present help 
Thank God that even while we are grieving, he's with us. And thank God that he's not sitting there with empty promises. He's not there telling us that God just picked the flower. He's not there telling us that God only takes the best. No, he's there and through his spirit, he's recalling to us what God has promised us and what has been said through the scripture. And in the scripture, we find comfort. In the scripture, we find hope. In the scripture, we find strength. And all of that is given to us as we bathe in his presence. If you are grieving today, my friend, I want to encourage you Spend some time with Jesus. Let the Spirit speak to you as he ministers to you on what God has said. Get into the Word. And as you walk with the Word and study the Word, as you are in his presence and experiencing his presence, God moves us from the heartbreak of the moment to that burning heart that feels like I can go on a little bit further. God offers himself. He is enough. And he will carry you through the difficulties of this season. God bless you. Thank you for listening.